And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here to have another conversation I'm hoping helps your business grow. I have had many episodes in the past and even more conversations outside of the podcast about what it takes to build a brand around your podcast. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about with today's guest. And before we get started on that, today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. With me today, I have Daniela Garcia, straight out of Atlanta, Georgia, the CEO of Podbooking. If you want to check out more about what Podbooking does, there is a link in the show notes. But let's go ahead and say welcome to Startup Hustle, Daniela. Hey, thanks so much for having me on here. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you as well. I like the subject. Now, I always say that no one tells the story and the backstory better than founders and CEOs themselves. So why don't you give us a little background about pod booking and what you, what y'all do down there in Georgia. Of course. So pod booking is the coolest place on the internet for podcasters to connect with their collaborators. So if you're trying to find guests, if you're looking for the latest and greatest tools, softwares and service providers, if you're looking to connect with media buyers and sponsors um, and just anybody else you would possibly need uh, to just take your show to the next level, you should be on podbooking. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you know, podcasting's obviously grown exponentially in these last few years. It's been around for, you know, a little less than 10, realistically. Um, I've, you know, basically everybody has started a podcast in 2020. I think a lot of us sat at home and, uh, you know, we started ours a little before that coming up on episode 500 here, or actually by the time this comes out, that will have already occurred. But, yeah, I think a lot of people have found the ability to start a podcast as being something that's very accessible, but building a brand around it has not been as accessible. Where do you want to start when it comes to things that people need to do to build the brand associated with their show? Um, I think you just start at the very beginning, which is choosing your name of their show and choosing just like your topic, you know, what your niche is going to be. Um, and I think I always, I always recommend for podcasters because I personally have hit that hurdle before where it's like, well, what do I want my podcast to be about? I want it to be the show that no other show is. I want it to be that thing that I am personally missing, you know? Um, but it also has to be about a topic that you can sit and talk about and, and connect with others on and, and be able to not run out of content ideas and not run out of, of topics of discussion um, so I think what I always recommend or what I always recommend is sit down and write and give yourself 30 seconds to write down every single topic you could discuss about something. So let's say you're caught between, I want to start 
um, I don't know, a, a political con podcast, or I want to start just a general news podcast. All right, cool. So like sit down and like talk about and write down all the different topics you could cover and all the different things you would want to say. And whichever list is the longest, that's the one you go with, because <laughs> that's the thing you can truly sit and dedicate yourself to and you're really the most interested in. Uh, if you're not caught between two topics or caught between multiple topics and you already narrowed your niche, which is like, ah, you are like way luckier than most podcast hosts. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of us are just always uh, caught between our own loves and things like that. So so really narrowing your niche and finding what you're going to discuss and, and what your name's going to be is going to be the beginning of, of what building your brand is going to be around. Um, and then after that, it's going to come down to design. So I always recommend when you're thinking about your design and you're thinking about your colors and everything else, think about your audience first. Like, who do you want to talk to? Um, don't try to be everything for everyone or don't try to appeal to everyone. You're not going to, and you're just going to lose yourself in that process. Um, so yeah, yeah. And I, I've, I've given similar advice to people because, you know, I, I had folks, you say, well, what's your show going to be about? And they'll say, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, how are you going to get past 10 episodes? Yeah. Like, like you talk about, like, do you have enough subject matter that people are still going to care and be interested? And, you know, like our use, I think it's important to, well, if you're not going to operate in a niche, then you're going to have tall competition and 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 big people that are way ahead of you and have a pretty dedicated audience. But if you get too far down the niche, then you might not have much of an audience at all. So you know, exactly. and, and, you know, when it comes to finding guests, and that's you know one of the things that pod booking does. And you know, let's let's talk about that for a second because. I think one of the things too, when it comes to the brand and when it comes to the show, and we've done some episodes on like, you know, how to start a podcast. I think you got to decide on the format as well. Like you, oh, I mean, 100%. you can have, have, have them by yourself or have them with the guest. Uh, you or could have other hosts or a number of hosts. And, you know, do, how important do you think it is to decide and commit to that format early? I want to say, it really, I, I don't want to say it's like super, you know, make or break. I don't think it'll be a do or die if you end up switching up your structure later on, but it, it is pretty do or die if you set up a, something like an expectation for your audience of, oh, okay, I'm listening to Matt's show and he's going to talk to an entrepreneur. That's my expectation. Every time I go and start a puzzle, I know I'm going to hear from someone's story and I'm going to get new insights into my business. And that's what I'm getting from start a puzzle. And that's kind of what you need to establish for yourself. Like what's the expectation that you can set, that you can meet consistently for your audience that they can count on, you know? So on one hand, where I want to be like, oh, stick to your structure 100% of the time, don't waver because your audience comes to expect it. The other hand, I do want that like artistic space and I do understand the need to touch your toes every once in a while. Um, and I think if you have a solid brand, if your audience is connected with you, if your audience trusts you, and they're engaged with you, you can do those little changes here and there, and they won't hold it against you too much. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't stray from your structure before I'd say like episode 20. Like I would say at least your first 20 episodes have to be really consistent. Like every aspect of it has to be what they can count on. And then when you want to start adding or changing, your audience can start to expect those things and you can start 
establishing those things ahead of time as well. That's something else I want to discuss is like newsletters and like the alternative content to your podcast, to supporting your podcast. Um, and, you know, you can start letting them know like, hey, a change is coming. <laughs> and, but they're already, they already trust you. They already know you. They're already like, okay, cool. Hey, Matt's going to switch things up. I'm interested. What's he going to do? You know, they trust you and they look forward to, to you growing and your show growing. Yeah, we went through some of that this summer because we actually expanded our host lineup. You know, we added, it's not just me. Um, we've got two other hosts, Andrew Morgans and Lauren Conaway. And we did that because we wanted to widen and and create more depth with what we were talking about. You know, Andrew's an e-commerce expert and Lauren's the founder of Innovate Her KC. And, you know, as, as my often co-host, the other Matt, as I refer to him, um, you know, we, we talked about it and we felt that, that we had built an audience and a platform and we wanted to deliver the mission statement, you know, the original mission statement and our brand. And, you know, when you talk about the brand that you're trying to create, you know, with that and with the format, I think it's also important to establish actual brand standards, you know, oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, like we don't talk about religion, sex or politics unless that is absolutely lined up. Well, and I say that because two of our more popular episodes have been with the sex coach. So we actually, <laughs> we, we deviated from the, the brand standards a little bit there, but you know, you know, I think the brand standards are important and, and having some idea what, and we even ask, like, I'm looking at your prep list here and we ask our guests, what do you not want to talk about? You said politics. 100%. And that's fine because we weren't going to anyway. But, um, what, what are some other things do you think, do you, like, what are some other things that we haven't mentioned yet that are important or crucial to establishing a brand? Newsletters um, and email yeah. lists. That is something that's, that's like my, if by the end of 2021, if I can just, that's the one thing I can get across to podcasters around the world. That's the one thing. Establish your email list, own your data, be able to communicate with your audience, audience directly, be able to not rely on other platforms and things like that to communicate with them and, and be able to have those multiple touch points with them. Um, because you've got, you know, yeah, you can have a group on Facebook. Yes, you can have a following on Instagram. Yes, you can have a following on Twitter. But at the end of the day, any of those platforms could just disappear one day. Any of those things, I mean, I'm going through myself personally with pod booking. Our pod-booking.com has gotten somehow restricted or blacklisted on Facebook. And I can't like link my own URL on Facebook for some reason. But, you know, it really hasn't been a huge detriment to us because we have our members' email lists. You know, we have our email lists. We have our members' emails. We can communicate with them directly. We can promote ourselves directly to them. We can send them a special invite email and things like that for them to send to other podcasters. And us having that direct co communication and connection with our members and our audience has been the huge, like, tool against, you know, these other platforms kind of just, I don't even know what how to verbiage it exactly <laughs> whatever you would say you know well you you mentioned that and you know we we pride ourselves on sharing the you know real transparent info i was talking to you right before we we recorded because i have no idea why but on for this actual episode facebook wasn't letting us stream it because somehow they said that our content was against community guidelines 
I have no idea how that could have occurred or why that occurred. Now I didn't have much time to fix it because I did record a, a, a different guest and a different show just before this. But but you're right, and you know that's that's uh, been a hot topic for oh I don't know everything from YouTube channels to a lot of different things is people get so siloed with their focus of creating a following, and then for some reason there's some disagreement, a channel is deleted, something occurs, like, you know, you never know what it was. And the next thing you know, years of hard work and building of a brand are are gone. And, you know, who knows how that when it comes you saw, uh, you see Spotify by Joe Rogan and his catalog for a huge amount of money. And with that, they say, well, you got to take your content off of Apple. Well, you know, they're, uh, the podcasting is built around free and, and that's also why we give a money back guarantee, uh, for this podcast. So if you don't like it, we will give you your money back. (laughs) It is certainly sold for what it, for the asking price of zero, but you know, at some point, some of that has to change. And a lot of this stuff has to become monetized or it has to become, it has to do a lot of things. And I think that you're going to see a lot of these platforms just doing things like auto inserting ads for you. Yeah. And you and guess what? If that's where your audience is, you might not have anything to say about that. I mean, what what do you see coming down the road with a lot of that stuff? Um, I'm definitely seeing some of those bigger names, bigger and you know, like the more like mainstream, you know, iHeartRadio is getting so heavily into it, Spotify, Amazon, you know, you see these big names getting into what has been the wild west of media now for the better half of a decade. And I think we're going to start seeing more of those really big names as we're seeing already, you know, major celebrities and actors and politicians and news media is having their shows. And we're going to hear a lot of the same things that we're already hearing in other platforms. And, and I don't know, I'm really hoping that what we, what we really see is that those shows don't end up being as popular. And I'm hoping the little guy prevails in the world of podcasting. <laughs> um, but you're right. You're going to start seeing a lot less podcast- podcasters having less control um, on what what gets attached to their brand and what gets attached to their show. You know, speaking of, the, speaking of building the brand, there is something that we left out that I think is crucial for you building a brand. If you don't, if you don't create quality content, you're not, you will not build a brand. No one will listen. Um, and I, you know, so many people have the, have had the question. So it, we started publishing our results this year. Uh, we, and, you know, meaning like we started sharing our download counts, like all of it. I mean, we just did that in the startup hustle, Facebook chat amongst other places. Uh, I did a video on YouTube about it, talking about it and, and being open about what the statistics were. So many people aren't, uh, because they're, they're kind of embarrassed to be honest. They don't want to talk about the fact that they got 32 downloads or something like that. But I, there's something that everyone, as you build your brand needs to know is everybody was at that point at some time, every 100%. show had yeah. episode one, every show, you know, and then you can't compare yourself to people that have mass media behind them and already have like, 
if you have fire, it's easier to build other fires. So when when someone that has 5 million followers anywhere decides to launch a podcast, yeah, it's probably going to be popular because they have the ability to push people over. But, but you have to remember really that, person, end, that person started at zero followers once. Yep, they started yep, the same yep. zero. Just because they started their zero on Instagram. They started their zero on Twitter. You're starting your zero at your podcast. Like That's not to say that they didn't struggle or they didn't have to work just as hard or they didn't go through these exact same steps of building their email list of creating other content around their around themselves and their brand and things like that like they had to do that same work that same building um so now nah, if somebody if somebody's coming into the podcasting game and it's not their first step that doesn't mean really anything you know what i mean they still had to go through these same steps this there is no difference you know around creating a thought leadership brand that's you yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, and that's, and depending on what you're wanting to do too, especially when you're operating in a niche is that, you know, people decide what they want to spend their time on. And if they're, and depending on the topic, like if we're going to talk about like NBA basketball, that could, that could appeal to like anybody on any level, anytime, you know, it doesn't have to be a specific person. And then you look at something like startup hustle. Uh, if you listen to this show, you're probably interested in business and entrepreneurship. Or, yeah. or you're listening in a one-off way because someone you know or that specific topic is what we're covering that day. But the fact of the matter is, is if the quality sucks, then it, it doesn't matter. And, the, and quality is everything from your sound quality and to, I don't know, all of it. And, you know, the, the guest quality, the topic, and you can only fake it for so long. You know, people are only going to listen. And, and the two of the things that, that caused someone to turn a podcast off right away are, well, one, uh, too many ads too early and bad sound quality. Now, sound quality is a challenge. Like you and I were messing around with that before we hit record. Yeah, uh, but be be finicky about your quality and and keep up with the output of what you, you know, of what you're uh, putting your name on. And you know we've had episodes of this show that um, for whatever reason like just didn't turn out that well, and we didn't publish them. You know, just don't be afraid to do that either. So yeah, now there's a lot of stuff. All right, so with pod booking. You know, uh, the description, you know, Podbooking is a social network for all things podcasting. And what what does that mean? Uh, so it means genuinely all things podcasting. So it's not a matter of connecting you with your audience. There's more than enough platforms to connect with an audience. This is the behind the scenes. Um, so connecting with the tools, the services, the different hosting platforms, because something I've noticed is, again, a lot of podcasters like we've seen in 2020 are just people who were just thinking about starting a podcast for a long time and didn't have the time and now they do. And so they're doing it, but it's a whole new world to them. Um, so finding all the different tools and services that are available to making this easier for you, uh, connecting with the different guests and specialists that you want to talk to that fit your niche and, and that want to talk to you and are, and have something to promote and want to be on shows, connecting with media buyers and sponsors and advertising agencies that are specifically looking for a show just like yours for a client that would be perfect for you and your audience. Um, and, and also just collaborating with other podcasters. That's something a lot of podcasters don't seem to, to realize, or maybe just it doesn't phase them is that connecting with another podcaster, going on another podcaster's show or co-collaborating or 
collaborating on some kind of a webinar or another piece of content or or even just doing a switch on Instagram and doing a, an Instagram takeover of each other's stories for a day that introduces you to a whole new audience and not only a new audience, but an audience of podcast listeners. That's your big that's going to be your big qualifier. Your number one qualifier with your audience is do you listen to podcasts? OK, cool. Now, next, do you listen to a podcast or are interested in a podcast of my topic? But if that person isn't even into podcasts or God forbid, doesn't even know what a podcast is, that's going to be your first obstacle. But if you're getting in front of another podcaster's audience, you've already overcome that first that first obstacle, that first hurdle. They're already a podcaster. They already listen to shows. Um, and and so a lot of I think a lot of podcasters don't seem to realize the, the value in collaborating with each other. Um, so one specific social network that connects everyone, one specific social network that you're not reliant on groups, you're not reliant on hashtags, you're, you're not reliant on connecting with people and then hopefully their network has enough people that are <laughs> relevant to what you're trying to do and all these other weird things. No, just one place that it's specifically for this. If you're here, it's to connect with people in the podcasting industry. There's no more or less to it. I think that was really was really what the podcasting community needed because I've been seeing, again, just hundreds of groups on Facebook, hashtags everywhere. I mean, I, if I have to see another podcast community, podcast community, podcasting community, podcasters, <laughs> all these different hashtags just to connect one group of people. Now, just one social network for it all, I think is is exactly what the community needed. Uh, and. And six hundred and some odd people agree. <laughs> so we, we took we took it to a different level. We actually have turned our podcast into an upcoming web series. Uh, we're I know, watching Startup Hustle, Startup Hustle TV, and uh, um, why? I mean, honestly, we just kind of wanted to. We thought it'd be fun. We thought it'd be something different. And you know, people have so many unique and interesting stories to tell, but. Um, and I haven't, we haven't announced who the cast members are of that past the four existing Startup Hustle hosts that we have. But I will tell you that one of them is a podcaster hey. that has even, has even more episodes than we do because we just went past 500. And on top of that, it, I, met, I met these people by being a guest on their podcast. So there See? is definitely merit to doing that. Um, you know, a lot of people in the world of marketing and brand building will like, if you're determining where you're going to advertise, they'll tell you that you should try to dominate the medium that you want to dominate. So, you know, getting advertising your podcast uh, through other podcasts or being a guest are a great way to start. Now with that, and it, when it comes to building your brand, how important do you think it is to promote it? And I don't mean just like posting yourself. I mean, like actually paying for advertising. I think it's one of those steps that every podcaster has to take. And it's tough. You know, I know a lot of podcasters, you know, it's just a side hustle and things like that. But if you want to take it to that next step, you're going to have to dish it out a little for sure. Um, and I always recommend go where your audience is, you know, so going and buy a sponsorship spot on another show that you want to support, you know, that's a, a bit bigger than yours. Go ahead and get some, get a spot on Pod Bible or Podcast Magazine and, or places like that, you know, wherever your audience is, wherever those qualified 
those qualified listeners, as I like to call them, are, that's where you need to be going and, and really targeting. Um, but 100% podcasters, definitely, especially with the huge influx of podcasters that have just come into the to the market, if you will. I mean, no, you, the, the competition is getting more and more steep for people's time. Yeah, and I agree. And, you know, it was, we saw a huge jump when we started u- utilizing some paid promotion. Um, it, 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 we didn't start big. I mean, it was just like kind of sticking our foot in the pool and seeing if it was hot or cold. I mean, I'm talking like 20 bucks a day. Of course. Kind of stuff. And, and, and it's never really been that big. I think the most we've spent in a month is, you know, three grand. Um, yeah. Now, as we started finding sponsors and other people that were coming in to what we're doing, uh, the obviously the bigger the audience we had, the the more value they found in our brand. And you know, we're talking about building a brand for your podcast. You know, the one I so I, I did a I at the end of 2018. God, it feels forever ago at this point. Um, I did a, a presentation. At, was it 2018 or 2019? It was the end of 2019. Sorry. I did a presentation. I know, I know. I did a presentation at Global Entrepreneurship Week about how to start a podcast. And um, the first question that I asked uh, was, and so there's, I think there's a little over 100 people in this room. And, and I said, you know, who here wants to start a podcast because they think that's going to be what they do for a living? And 80% of the room raised their hand. And I said, now put your hand down because I'm going to probably break a lot of your hearts because that's not a structural reality for most, you know, and like, and, you know, that is, but the number one question that we had, you know, that, that everyone was wrapped around was, well, how do I monetize it? You have to build a brand first. You have to yeah. create quality content and you have to have some people that are listening because everything about that and advertising in general is a, is related to how many people are hearing your message and who are they? Yes. No. And also your distribution plan too. I think a lot of podcasters think, Oh, I recorded my podcast and I put it out there and now it's on Apple and it's on Google and it's on live radio and it's all the other things and boom, it's done. Yeah. Okay. So what? Yeah. That's a so So. what right there. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. There's more to it. There's also like converting that show. Like, to look at okay you've got a podcast that podcast should be about five instagram posts around five to eight facebook posts it should be it should be able to create at least i mean i want to say at least three quality high quality linkedin posts um and it should equate to at least two blogs if you're not able to break it down to those smaller pieces of content as well take yourself back to the drawing board and break down your, your show to yourself, because there's, there's plenty of content within that one show that you can be using to distribute to getting your message out there. And until 7 billion people have seen your message, cause that's how many people are on the planet. You're not done distributing. <laughs> you're, you're not done. You got a lot of work to do. You're not based done. on that, you got a lot of work to do then. I mean, exactly. that's, that's not going to happen soon, but nope. all right. So, so, you know, there's something else that I, I want to, and I, hopefully this is, this is empowering and heard the right way. I think that this is going to make a lot of you feel better about the early stages of stuff. Now, before I mention that, I do want to remind everyone that today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io. That's my business. We help other businesses build teams of expert software developers. We do help them do help you do it quickly, help you do it affordably, and we help you avoid 
many of the mistakes that we have made and we've seen others make. So we try to help you be successful by avoiding some of those pitfalls. Now, you know, back to the the building of a brand and a podcast is everyone's hung up on downloads and and this and that. And yeah, that's an important stat. But there's, you know, as we built our show, I remember when we were at it, like, you know, about 20% of where we're at right now. And I remember asking one of my friends who's a, a well-known musician. And I said, how do you know, how, when is this good? And he gave me the, the he, he literally gave me the most binary answer ever. Matt, whenever you feel that it's good. Uh, and, and, that is, that's, and that's true. And then the next part is like, so when you, some people have said, they're like, well, I only get 50 downloads per show. And I said, if 50 people showed up somewhere, anywhere tomorrow to listen to you talk about whatever it is that you talked about, would you find that to be a win? And overwhelmingly, whatever that number is, people are usually like, oh, well, yeah. I said, okay, well, then you're winning. That's what it exactly. is. You know, if, if your message is being heard, then it's, now that number is going to be different. You know, like, honestly, if I went to a lot of effort at, at this point in my life for 50 people to show up for a live presentation, I, that, I wouldn't, that wouldn't feel like a huge win for me, right? But 150 might. 200 might, something like that. So it's going to be different for everyone. But really, in the end, you know, it's about what you think to be think is successful, what feels good for you. And once again, this is your a delivery vessel. You know, in 2020, we had people in 177 different countries listen to this show. Like I couldn't even name 177 countries if you gave me a significant amount of time to do it. So <laughs> your your ability, I'm sitting in the ex in an ex well, my home office right yeah. now because I'm affected by a pandemic the same way you are. So think about think about that people, how powerful that is and your ability, like what else out there gives you an ability to deliver this kind of stuff to people on such a broad level and such a broad scale. And, and podcasting is a lot different too because it's, it's not a massive mega video file or anything like that. And that's why so many, it's accessible to so many people. I mean, it's, it's, the t it's talk radio of the future. Of course, no. And just to remember how young it still is. You know, it's the fastest growing medium for sure. And it's got a huge following. But in terms of those 7 billion people on the planet, we're still like within the millions in terms of listeners. You know, like we have, we still haven't even hit billions total of like, total people on the planet that are into it yet. So we're talking about such a small percentage of the total world population that is even into podcasting. So if you've got 50 listeners, you've got 50 listeners out of a pretty small percentage of the whole world's population, like you're crushing it. You also have to think about how much are you putting out to get those 50 listeners? That's another thing. You know, if you're, if you've only got a few shows and you're really only doing like a post to promote your show once a week and you've only putting out the show and you're barely talking about it and you're still getting 50 listeners. Hey, that's amazing. You know, you have to look at how much was your output, how much is, and then your input you have to measure all of that. And then just think, okay, so now if I add one more post a week, what will that get me? If I add one more platform to promote on, what will that get me? If I add a guest to my show, what will that get me? And go, so on and so forth. So, you know, you look at where you are and then you just think about, okay, this is where I am. This is how many downloads I'm getting. What can I add that could equate to more? And and just 
you know, taking a look at your current structure, and your distribution plan. So what is the bread aisle perspective? Oh, I love the bread aisle perspective. So my bread aisle perspective is that for so long, people were, would tell me, oh, you can't do this thing. You know, I, I want, I, I do a lot of coaching, perspective coaching. And there was just like, oh, there are so many coaches and lifestyle coaches and, and, oh, no one will read your book because there are so many books and, and, oh, you don't have to start a social media, you have to start a new social network. There's so many social networks. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if you go to the bread aisle of a grocery store, there are hundreds of breads and there are so many brands selling the exact same product, but you will have a favorite bread, like bread brand. And I will have a favorite bread brand and everyone has their own favorite thing. And there's more than enough space on the shelf. There's more than enough space on the market and there's more than, more than enough consumers for all of the bread. So don't feel like, Oh, someone else is already doing that. Yeah. Well, they're not doing it like you are. They're not going to speak to the same audience you're going to speak to. You, you want to do a lifestyle podcast and there's thousands of lifestyle podcasts. Okay, so what? You're going to be the one that connects to your audience and your audience is going to be so grateful for you. Like, don't care if somebody else is doing it. Who cares what anybody else is doing? There's more than enough space to go around. Yeah, and you know, in regards to the quote, to the bread, uh, stats show that most people that listen to podcasts usually listen to five or more. Yeah. You know, meaning, meaning, you know, like now we, we have one kind of bread in my kitchen because we just, that's, you know, that's just bread for us. Yeah. And occasionally, occasionally I see a different kind of bread float through, um, which, you know, but, and you're right. There are lots of different kinds of bread, but, you know, there, I mean, people are going to listen to your show for a lot of different reasons and not always, you know, and some of it depends on, all right. So we publish a new episode of Startup Hustle Monday through Friday. It is certainly not my expectation that people are listening to every single episode. We have a few people that have reached out. Like I always call them out, Stephen Ford out of Oakland from Penco. Dudes heard them all. And I mean, I, you're 500 episodes deep, man. If you haven't caught up by now, you're probably not going to. But yeah, the ex expectation that that people are listening anytime, all the time, every time. And, you know, uh, I think a lot of that, you know, the way you build your brand too can come down to if you are hosting guests or having other people on the show is, is who are they? Yep. So what do you have to say about finding and uh, get successfully landing guests on your show? I think always with your pitch, and this is something that I tell a lot of my members on Podbooking as well, whenever they reach out, they're like, hey, Daniela, you know, how do I reach out to this person? Tell them how that being on your show will bring value to them and the kind of value they're going to bring to your audience. Don't make it about you. Don't make it about your downloads. Don't make it about anything like that. Make it about value. Make it about how your audience specifically is the audience they're trying to connect with and the parallels between the work they're doing and what your audience is looking for and who your audience is and what they care about. And then again, what kind of value they're going to bring to that audience. And, and just, I find more and more that the more you talk about value and the more you position things around what someone else is going to get out of the experience and what they can add to the experience, the, the less likely you're going to get the, no, I don't want to be on your podcast email. <laughs> I think it's uh, easy to just remember that people like to talk about themselves. That too. Yeah, people do enjoy talking you about know, themselves. You know, I mean, it's really sure. like, 
that's really the end of it. And, you know, I remember when I, so I've written three books and I remember when the, I did the very first one and I was a little insecure about people asking people to be in it. And I'm not really sure why, you know, now they look back at it, but I quickly realized that, uh, well, a people were impressed and honored that you would even think of them and that people like to talk about themselves. So, um, you know, as far as finding guests, um, yeah, don't be afraid to ask. You're not going to, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Someone's going to say no. So what? Yeah. I mean, literally, <laughs> yeah. so what? So someone said no. And if someone does say no, now, one thing I will say when it comes to finding guests is make it easy. Make it easy. You know, like we, I, I'm the founder of Gigabook and we use Gigabook for our bookings on the podcast, on this podcast. And we also collect some information along the way. Like that's how I knew to ask you about the bread aisle perspective, because we have a simple, like pick a time. And that's, that's where, you know, prior to that, you know, and obviously owning and operating Gigabook, we didn't go too long without the online booking, but make it easy for people to be on your show, make it easy for them to understand what your show's about, what you're going to talk about, uh, where it might be heard. And we ask questions like, for example, like, what do you want to, what do you name three things that you'd like to talk about or you're a subject matter expert on name a couple things you don't want to talk about. Um, and we also do things like, uh, do you want to share your social media? And so we, you know, everything in Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and those are just simple yes or no's. And yeah. that's to make it easy on ourselves because, we found that we were spending too much time going and doing that. Now, if you're really early and you're worried about finding guests, I wouldn't put too many steps in there because that could deter. Now, it's pretty well known that we have an audience at this point to a lot of people. So so we kind of take the opposite perspective. If people aren't willing to answer a couple questions about themselves. How are you going to get through a 30-minute show? <laughs> well, how are you going to get how are you going to get through, yeah, a 30 minute or longer show? And then another thing too, is like, why is that really the person that you want to invest your time, energy and effort into yeah. helping promote? Cause that's what you're doing for your guests. You are helping them promote them. Absolutely. So on so many days and, and like, we've gotten pretty finicky about it at startup us. I'll be honest. Cause we've had like, if you cancel as a guest, like 15 minutes before we're about to record, you can pretty much count on never getting invited again. Because we've already done the work at that point. Yeah, we've already done a bunch of work to get set up. That's something to keep in mind in terms of building your brand as well, because building your brand is also building reputation. And if you're going on shows and if you're connecting with other professionals and you're trying to collaborate as a professional with your company, you need to act like a professional for your company because it's going to be a reflection of your company to your industry. And those industry insiders are going to be like, no, I don't want to deal with pod booking. She's super unprofessional because people don't separate you from your brand. You, you are your brand. So they'll just be like, no, pod, pod bookings. No, we don't want to work with her. She's the worst. She doesn't show up. They're going to say those same things they're like, oh, dude, no startup hustle. No, they're such a drag to work with. And that's not what you want. So you want to always make things easy, be professional. And remember that your brand is more than just, again, I don't know, like I started with like name and colors and things like that, but it's more than that. It's also the way that you, you carry yourself as a professional and how you carry your brand to others in your industry and who you're collaborating with too, for sure. Yeah. And I, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, that's, and, and, you know, it, whether you're a guest, especially if you're a guest, like you said it, right. Like, 
I mean, really, honestly, nothing does irritate me more than like a last minute cancel. Oh, I yeah. Mean, now, sometimes that happens. Like, okay, so my mother actually passed away about 15 minutes before I was supposed to do a recording. Oh, my God. And, I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, it was. It, well, I mean, it happened. And right. now that said, mm -hmm. like, I still did. We still didn't leave a guest hanging. You know, I mean, being honest, like amidst like a personal and emotional turmoil, it was like, hey, like let so and so know what happened. So that communication does matter, and you know, Absolutely. it's uh, it's it's uh, you know that I don't know. You're right. Represent yourself professionally, but uh, you know, one of the things that I've said when it comes to startups, business, and life is that. You know, you need to your the way you represent yourself online and everywhere else. You need to look like you're in the business of doing whatever it you say that it you're doing, and that's something I see a lot of people flop on. Quite honestly, when it comes to sharing their episodes, sharing their whatever, it's like really sloppy images, really poorly written. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge show notes person. Like, honestly, we really don't even have them. You know, we're like, hey, this is who so-and-so is talking to. This is what they're going to talk about. Listen, if you want. But, you know, that kind of stuff, I noticed it. You know, whether it's it, Canva.com is free if yep. you want it to be. Or as much as like 10, bu 10 or 12 bucks. And, yep. you know, Canva, Canva basically turned me into a graphic designer immediately and made it pretty easy to share and, and provide stuff. Now with that, give other people the tools to help promote your brand. So like Daniela, whether you know it or not, and you've already communicated with our creative team a little bit, mm -hmm. they will be delivering you a list or not only a list of, of, of possible ways you can promote this episode mm. and also get, give you images, potential copy, because by the way, I've learned the hard way. It's like, hey, will you share the episode? And then, the, then it, shockingly, nine out of ten people will say, "Well, what do you want me to say?" So we know that. So like, hey, I was recently a guest on Startup Hostel. That it was a lot of fun to record the episode. If you want to listen for yourself, here it is. And then we give them an image. We give them a thumbnail that goes with the show. So. Look, make it easy. Make it easy for people yes. to help you build your brand. Otherwise, they won't. They just won't. No, and what's really great about that too is that building a brand really repetition is a huge part of building a brand. If the audience continues to see your logo, continues to see your name, and you have consistency and cohesiveness in all of your designs, your colors, your copy, all of those things, you subliminally start to train your audience to recognize you, to respond to you, to engage the way you want them to. Like, I love when I get messages or I start seeing people say, hey, podcaster. And I'm like, yes, that's what I say. You know, you start to train your audience to engage with you the way that you engage with them. And, and you start to show them kind of, this is how we pod book, you know, this is how we start a puzzle. And they start to recognize you uh, time and time again. And that really does build brand i mean that builds brand recognition that builds brand loyalty um and it's and it, it's oh it never hurts you it's never going to hurt you if somebody can recognize you from a mile away so that consistency having your guests always having the same colors and things like that that kind of a, just attention to detail is helping you more than you, anyone would even realize it really is <laughs> 
Yeah. And, you know, the last thing I want to talk about is, is because we've talked about so much of this is tribe building and, you know, you can build stuff around your brand. And this has been something we've put some specific focus on over the last few months at Startup Hustle because we're coming up on our 2000th member and Startup Hustle chat, which we talk about. We talk about topics. uh, We do polls. Uh, talk about the subjects related to the show. Um, I, I mean, really shared a lot. And we're really, really uh, borderline militant about what gets posted in there too, meaning it's not just another Facebook group that you're going to, hopefully that you're not going to want to mute. You right. know, like not, it, we do curate the content and we do, you know, it's for us, it, if you do build an audience and you build a brand, people want to interact with you. And there's a value added to that now that said, you have to be prepared for what they're going to throw back at you. Yeah. So, you know, you can't just like you, you if you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to be uh, a media hobbyist uh, at, at a minimum, you got to be prepared for the reaction that people are going to have. If they don't like it, they don't like it. You know, like, uh, yeah, you're going to get a bad review. You're going to get a bad whatever. You are not going to please everyone, but you have, and you shouldn't have the expectation that you ever will. But when it comes to tribe building, the whole concept is that you create a community where the other people involved end up finding as much value in their interaction with each other as they possibly do with you or whatever it is that you're producing. And if you can manage to build a community like that, then you've created something quite meaningful. And you know, that's, that's our whole purpose with the chat. And, you know, there's, I mean, there are the ability to do that kind of stuff for anybody is right in front of you. If you have, I mean, you don't even need a computer. You could literally do it with a phone. Oh, and it's never I, been easier. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's an important part. You, know, you talked about newsletters and emails and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think that, that, you know, build a group build a chat room, build a community on the backside of the page that you build on Facebook that's associated with your, you know, with your, uh, uh, with your show, uh, with, with Startup Hustle. I mean, part of the reason we did Startup Hustle TV is, well, we felt like we had a little more to say and we wanted to create a different kind of content, not just had done what we had done for a year or longer, which was publishing us recording the podcast. Which, by the way, I'm going to just tell you guys, the, anyone listening, that's not a great approach because people don't go to YouTube to listen to a podcast. You'll get a little bit, but it's not the greatest place to get it done. No, um, I've definitely, I don't know if you've heard of Pod Room at all. Have you heard of Pod Room? No. 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 Okay, so they are actually one of our strategic partners. Um, and Podroom allows you to put your show up and then it has a whole chat underneath. So everybody listening to you can be talking to each other. So you're like, it's a really great tool for creating community around your show. Um, and they're just, they're a newer startup for sure, but they've got some pretty big shows already on there. I think Jordan Harbinger has just recently started joining on there. Um, and so it's, it's a really great tool around creating that community, but you're right. Facebook groups, definitely more and more podcasters are starting to realize that that's a great step and a great tool for them to be using. Uh, and it, it is more demanding. It's going to be more time. You're going to have to make content for that and, and adding that to your plate, be ready for that. And like really recognize the different types of content that a podcaster has to make, you know, and the different kinds of 
of tone of voice you have to have and things like that as well, I think is, is a big hurdle for, for a lot of podcasters to kind of recognize like, hey, it's not just hit record and talk and, and hopefully be funny enough that people like me or be charismatic enough that people like me. Like there's, there's more to it. And there's a lot of networking, not just with your audience, but again, that also behind the scenes side of the industry side of podcasting as well. So it's, it's a big commitment to get into podcasting, but it's, it's fruitful. It's my favorite community, hands down on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, and I agree. It's it's funny because you asked me if I'd heard of something. So a common question as an author and a podcaster, I get a lot of questions like, what's your favorite business book? I haven't read a book that I didn't write in a while. <laughs> and I haven't listened to a podcast that I didn't host maybe ever. Like, oh my God. I, I'm just not a bit. I, yeah, I just, I, I, and now some of that is in, is on purpose because I think that well we always wanted to just do this the way that we did it. Right. And you don't want to like know, you don't, don't want to take from people. I, well, I mean I'm not I'm not I'm also not afraid to. Um, I mean this is America. You just need to take a, an idea and do it better, faster, or cheaper, right? Um, but so but yeah, I just you know, just have it well. Huh. We weren't going to talk about politics. Wasn't he a, wasn't he a presidential candidate? Um, In some states. But yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. he has so, that song Stronger. It's like faster, harder, stronger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, true. So, yeah, and that's that's kind of a, a business, uh, you know, it, any, it, well, any business school teaches you that if your business doesn't accomplish, isn't, isn't a, a, like a B plus or higher grade at better, faster, or cheaper, then you have problems. Yeah, so you got to be good at at least two out of three of those, preferably all of them. If you're good at all three of those, then you're really on to something. All right. So I end my episodes and I say my episodes because as mentioned previously, I'm not the only host on Startup Hustle. Make sure you take some time to check out uh, episodes by Andrew and Lauren, as well as Matt and Matt, that's right. We're going back to the original gangster mode of Start Apostle, myself and Matt Watson. We are hosting a 52-part series in 2021 about how to start a tech company. We're really excited to bring that out. We've already got the first episode recorded. It may or may not be out when this comes, but check for it because we are getting into it. Episode one is why do you want to start a startup? Now, my episodes end with the founders freestyle. And with that, I like to ask CEOs and founders to sum up the episode or give any type of info, input, advice, really whatever you want. Uh, so Daniela, it is your turn to go ahead and freestyle. What would you like to say on our way out of this episode? To those of you that are thinking of starting a podcast or those of you that already have a show but are kind of figuring out how to take your show to that next step, um, I'm going to recommend, of course, to join Podbooking and to connect with me directly. Um, so, Because I always do free consultations for podcasters. I'm just really giving with my time that way. Um, but also just don't forget the Red Isle concept. Don't forget the fact that even if you feel like there's a bunch of other people doing the exact same thing as you, even though you feel like you've been putting in all this work and you're getting the exact same results, your audience will come. Your success is an inevitability. It's just going to come down to your consistency. Um, so don't lose hope and, and just keep working. And please, please, please establish your newsletter, establish your email list, own your propriety data, data 
Um, and, and that's all for me. <laughs> I think that's all well said. If you want to learn more about pod booking, there's a link in the show notes. And I have a feeling you can probably find Daniela Garcia out of Atlanta on social media a number of different ways. Uh, I, I think that it, to sum up the building your podcast brand for my freestyle, I'd say, you know, know what you're getting into. I mean, be committed to it or don't do it at all. Um, if you come into anything half-assed, you're going to get a quarter of the results that you hope for. Um, establish what it is you're trying to accomplish with your show. Are you trying to build, build your business? Are you trying to be heard? Are you trying to build an audience that you can monetize? Are you trying to promote something? I mean, these are all things you need to think about, think about your format. And I think that you have to have an expectation that it's going to be slow for a while because it usually is. There's really no such thing as an overnight sensation. You know, we've had people on this show that have even said, hey, I was an overnight sensation, eight years in the making. Um, so building an audience is a lot of work. It's a lot, it is a lot of work and it's a grind. And that's why you see so many podcasts that are still lingering and all these apps and aggregators that haven't had a new show in quite some time. And with that, I, the final bit of advice I'm gonna say is you need to be prepared to be consistent. You know, and that was in, in the beginning of, uh, you know, this show comes out at the same time every day, Monday through Friday. And the moment that we quit being reliable about that is the moment that I really wanted the moment. To, there's a lot of things that can make someone pay attention to everything else. The world has an infinite amount of choices and things that they can choose to pay attention to. Uh, you know, so respect the fact that people are paying attention to you or that they want to listen to what you say. So consistency quality and you know and i think transparency too because you're only going to make it so long before people figure out that you're not either a telling the truth or that you're kind of full of it um i know that the without a doubt the number one feedback we've got about startup hustle from our listeners is that we keep it quote real meaning like we aren't afraid to talk about the days that we suck and the things that we suck at and the things that we failed at and the vulnerable parts of our existence. Cause if we weren't, then we wouldn't be real about the whole, you know, that that's more endearing and easier for people to latch onto. And in my opinion, better for your brand overall than just talking about your wins, which are boring. They are quite honestly boring. So Anyway, and, and, you know, if you're thinking about doing a show, check out pod, pod booking and, and just, you know, look, Nike says it best. Just do it. You got to jump and build wings at some point. If you're waiting for the quote right time, it usually never comes. All of that said, I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me, Daniela. Of course. Thanks for having me on. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.